This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. You are watching and listening to Chris and Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube and your favorite podcasts. Lester Till I Die TV, your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. Hi, everybody. Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris and Lester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on you foxes! Are you ready? I'm saying... Are you ready? Hello. 
Hello and welcome along. Yes, we have a little warning there because I'm not sure how this show is going to go. Uh, if it all goes wrong, blame Jason. It was his idea. But, um, <laughs> welcome along, one and all. How the devil are you all? Well, this was a, a little bit of an extra show that uh, wasn't, wasn't in the planning, but um, I have my rants. People that have been watching this show long enough know I have my rants. And where can you find the shows? All over the place. Twitter is at LeicesterTID. Facebook is Lester Till I Die, uh, the group. And YouTube, Lester Till I Die TV. Please, in, if you haven't already, get over to YouTube and press that subscribe button and smash the likes and uh, give us... It all It all helps support the channel. Um how the devil are you all? And if you're listening to this rather than watching this, we're on all the major podcasts, Google, Amazon, Apple iTunes, Anchor, Spotify, and Podcast Addict, to name just six. But yes, how the devil are you? Annoyed? Well, those of you say that, that, that know me uh, will have seen me have one of these last night, uh, uh, Chris's rant. Uh, I do like them, but... In fairness, it wasn't a rant about Leicester. Last night, it was actually a rant about, um, what was he called, Cornet and his um, cheating, I will say. But apparently, there's been a lot of activity on um, Facebook, Twitter today. Not happy at Leicester. Now, I must admit, it's not been too much in my in our group, but at the moment, and we're going to read through a few of these in a second, we've had, actually had 32 comments on the vote. But a gentleman who has been seeing it all pan out is Jason. Hello, Jason. How are you doing, Chris? I, I was well. I was having a nice, quiet Sunday till you uh, until you suggested <laughs> we do this. But I have got you out of a visit to your mother's, I believe. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I came out for Sunday lunch. Um, decided to get out. Sun is shining. Yeah, excellent. Mm. Good, good, good. You're from the uh, what we call the roving reporter car there. Absolutely, the car's the best place. Yeah, you, you, you'll have to get sort of, you know, a logo down the side, left to right on TV. <laughs> we'll have to get you sponsored by uh, BMW or somebody. <laughs> but apparently, you 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 know, you said this to me, because I've got to be honest with you, I went on and edited a few bits this morning, but then I've been off most of the day because I've been sort of getting some shows ready for next week. But you said there's been quite a reaction to our form at the moment. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like with two wins at home, um, some of the games that we should have, you know, won. Mm. Um, a lot of activity on social media, you, you're going to get the good with the bad. Um, mm. A lot of people are really frustrated at Leicester. Um, you know, I've seen a few tweets, I've seen a few things on social media on people are already, you know, pretty much saying, you know, is it the manager's fault? Is it the Leicester? If it's the players' fault? I mean, we, we, we simply don't know. And yes. um, it'd be nice to see what our users um, actually think where they're at now and what do they think that's going wrong. Should they, are we looking at the manager? Are we looking at the players? Yes. I don't know. Um, what do they think about on what's well, going I've, on? I've got some questions for you here, Jason. And yeah. if you are watching, as is indeed JJ, um, how the devil are you? I, I am well. I hope you are as well, JJ. Um but I'm just going to go, because you did actually, uh, let me just up 
upfresh it or freshen it up, update it. You actually put a poll in the group here. Um, if I can just find it, it was there. Um, how about Brendan in or out? Social media has gone crazy. What are your thoughts? And I've got to be honest with you. There's 196, which is 97% are happy with Brendan. And I've got to be honest with you, that's the side of fence I'm on at the moment. As frustrated as I am with the performances, yeah. no way would be looking. Five people think he should go. Now, um, it was a bit like they did a poll recently that was how happy are you with your owners? And I think we got sort of 96% approval ratings. Well, which 4%? <laughs> said they weren't happy with our owners. I mean, come on, you know. But let's just take uh, take a few. The comments are piling up here. Uh, we've got a couple of uh, FFSs. Um, some people are, are sort of moaning about the survey rather than actually putting the answer out. Uh, Ash Hicks says, why is this even being spoken about? Um but the reason is because it's out there on social media. A few face bombs. Um, Lenny Bateman. Is that a is that a a, a, a relation at all? Not that I know of, Chris. You know, oh, oh, ask your mother when you go back in. <laughs> um, <laughs> Lenny Bateman says basically, DACA fans will vote out, and the fans with common sense will say stay. Um, Ed McGovern says, I'm sure Dak is a good lad and a good player, but anyone who thinks you dropped Vardy for him has been on some serious mind-bending chemicals. Um, what is this crap? Ridiculous, really. Does the Brendan incel beer? <laughs> Typical Steve Wardle. Yes. Um, silly. Um See, Simon here says, what a ridiculous post. Now, you say that, Simon, but you haven't actually contributed to it. So you're being ridiculous because you're saying the post is ridiculous, but maybe you haven't got the intelligence to actually say what you think. Um, it's very easy. It's very easy to um, blame the messenger when you haven't got the brains or the intelligence to actually add a reply to it. Um, and then I mean, some Barnes of the posts... Some of the posts, Chris, I mean, if they can kind of elaborate on what they mean, um, or what, mm. what they want to say. I mm. mean, obviously, the poll is a poll. Yes. But it's up to city supporters to do the poll. And then whatever they want to, you know, whatever they choose, will elaborate on why they, on what they mean, rather than yeah. just put in FFS. So, yes. yes. Exactly, exactly. You know, don't, uh, it's very easy to do that. Brad's somewhere, I think he might just be uh, warming up at the moment. So uh, I'm sure he'll join us in a minute. Phil says in, um, Ed McGovern again. Is this some sort of joke? What do you mean, Ed? What's your answer? You haven't put an answer there. Uh, James Cavendish, good answer here, says, I'm astounded that people are questioning Brendan. Quite agree. Off the back of a poor start to the season. Look at where we are and look at what we've achieved and where we've been in the past. Uh, Rita's in. Paul Jewis, idiotic. Yes, Paul, you, you must be. Um, Matt, obviously, this person has only ever heard of us since 2016. Matt, again, explain. You know, put, put a sentence together and come back and explain what you mean. Uh, Jason says, definitely stay, bloody good manager. Trish, for God's sake, why asking this? Well, like we said, Trish... It is all because it creates debate. Um, as I've as I've added there, uh, join our live chat at three. The posts on other groups are not supporting 
That's why we asked. Um, Swings and Roundabout says Natasha. Jacqueline says not this again. Uh, Spencer, my God, this is a serious question. Uh, plug yourself in, Spencer, and come back with a serious answer. Sandra, is this for real? I don't know, Sandra, are you? Um, Ashley Little, load of crap. Sorted by somebody who has no clue, as indeed you, Ashley Little, answered there, because you've obviously got no clue and not enough to answer it, as Craig indeed. Uh, I think basically lack of intelligence by a lot of people here. Uh, really is, um, and that that's the sad thing. Like I say, it's people haven't got the brains, and unfortunately, it seems to be a lot of Leicester fans like that. Like I say, can't put a string a sentence together, and uh, and when when you ask them a serious question, they just come back with an insult. Uh, Eddie Bland says, "I think the question that needs to be asked is: if we fail to make the top six to eight this season, will he think I've taken the club as far as I can? I can't see him being sacked." but obviously an ambitious bloke. Agree. You see, Eddie, totally excellent answer that. Agree with you totally. And because of all the um, brainless go go <laughs> morons that have been answering that, we will now remove it. Um, so, you know, um, what are your thoughts, Jason? And good evening, Brad. Oh, good evening. There we go. Force of habit. Good afternoon, Brad. <laughs> afternoon, guys. Afternoon. Just having a, just having a big... Just having a dig there because, like I say, it's very easy with, um, with 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 fans to sort of shoot the messenger when they haven't got the brains to answer the question, and it appears that a lot of Leicester fans seem to fall into that bracket. Um, well, I, th I, th I think I think it's a bit. I think it's being taken out of context from both ends. It seems like the responses people are giving and, and, and the way it's being interpreted. Cause I think a lot of fans that are just giving the same one worded answer or, or throwing the toys out the pram saying, Oh, why are we asking this question? They're actually probably on our side of things in a way, because they're, they're, they're so frustrated of seeing these minority of yeah. fans that are coming out saying it. I don't think, it's so much that they don't have an answer. I just think like a few of us that are so weirded out and confused by people actually wanting a manager out after six games, mm. despite what is achieved at the club, uh, are, are, are tired of probably seeing these debates, seeing these things mm. go off. And I think they're just bent in frustration. So to, 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 to a point, I would, I, agree with, I would agree with that point, Brad, if we don't yeah. go back nine, 10 years to when yeah. I started doing this, and even then fans were going, well, it's the sun. I won't believe it until I see it on Sky Sports. Oh, yeah, the Sky Sports are the same company that owns the sun. It's it's always been that people who haven't got, I don't want to say intelligence to, to answer a question, blame, blame the person that's posting it. Rob, good afternoon to you. Too many cruising through matches at half pace, and all this funny amount at the back is getting on my goat. Oh, totally. Totally yeah. uh, getting on my go, but Jason, I say you've noticed this around the um, around the other social media groups. And in fairness to Lester Till I Die, we haven't had a lot. I haven't seen any in our group that are really going mad, frustrated as I was last night. As as, as bad, well, oh, you both were there last night after the game. You know it's frustrating, but you know what the sort of thing. I mean, you had you've you've got a, a friend there that uh, that wasn't happy. Doesn't can't he's down the pub, probably drowning his sorrows. But what was he saying? I mean, he was saying, you know, a lot of pe people are not to get sidetracked on what we're trying to say here. We're we're no different. I mean, 
we are far more better than what the press makes. I mean, the press is just bold headlines where with us, at least we can have a debate. We're civil about it and we can get everyone's opinions across. We're not here to, you know, slander off Leicester City because that's not what it's all about. Um, but obviously, after the match yesterday, what I seen, obviously, on social media, there's a lot of unhappy people. Um, after today, when obviously I shared a few of the, the comments, I mean, people are just feeling that something has really got to change here um, because we don't want to be looking back again. As I said to you um, yesterday, halfway through the system, near the end, we know top five, but we just miss out again. Um, so I think, you know, w w when you look at that, people are wanting changes, but also where are we going wrong? Is it the players? Is it the manager's tactics? Mm. Who are we to blame for all of this? Um, because we are just going around in vicious circles at the moment. So something yeah. has to be done. But, you know, at the end of the day, when you've got frustrated supporters, I mean, they, they, they are going to, you know, show their side of frustration. And I think yeah. it's only right that they do. Yes. I mean, let's, let's be honest. And as I say, I will say from the start here that, uh, you know, we are as a channel totally behind Brendan. Um, Brad, Brad, Brad's on a on a on a be right back at the moment, so maybe maybe it's a toilet break. Uh, <laughs> but um, we, you know, we are totally behind Brendan. He, he is the best manager we've had for a very long time. And let's be honest with you, you know, those people that are sat there saying, you know, oh, we should be back in Brendan, we should be back in Brendan. There's probably the same ones that were moaning about well, you know, yeah. David Pleat wouldn't have left when he did if it hadn't been for 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 the fans. We are as human beings when it comes to supporting our club, we are fickle. It you know you look you look football fan up under the in the dictionary and it says fickle. Now you know I think Leicester probably <laughs> a lot more, but we've been through a lot more than a lot of clubs in, in fairness, but. I don't think it's the manager's fault, but do other people because, you know, their opinions count. I mean, uh, and welcome back, Brad. I mean, I'll just show you, you know, if we go back a year, we were in fourth place after six games. We are currently in 12th and we could go down to 15th at the end of today. Now, you know, Brad, you know, when you when you look at, a team, and you look that we have strengthened the team. You strengthen the team to improve, and we've not had that. We know we're not even we're not even standing still at the moment. Uh, no, no, we're not, and 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 that probably is why you could warrant uh, an air of frustration between Leicester fans right now, because you know. If, if you improve something, you've expected to do better, don't you? If you update yeah. your telly, you expect it to have better graphics. If you update your console or get a better console, you expect it to run better. And if you do that to a team, um, you expect it to do better. But as we've seen with results this season with other clubs, <coughs> Ronaldo, just in case Sky don't mention it enough, Sky Sports, I just thought I'd throw, you know, the likes of them players have joined certain clubs. And guess what? They're not winning games. And I'm sure Leicester, in, in, in terms of, Probably, if you looked at it as a job and you, you broke a job down of a production line and went, right, in our first quarter, we've underachieved, we've not met our targets, what do we need to do to improve it? I'm sure Brendan is doing that now in the first six games. They're going to analyse the, the entirety of the six games and go, right, why are we underperforming? 
or not getting the results that we and the fans are expecting us to get against these oppositions like your Burnleys and your Brightons and your Norwiches and the Wolves in the greatest respect to, to, to these clubs. Uh, and, and, and they'll look to improve it. I, I I understand the frustration that fans are having because it's not gone as we planned. I think mm. you look at the development of the training ground, uh, the, you know, that's been improved. Um, the squad's been improved. The atmosphere in the club is, is very good. It's buoyed on, on, on success. No matter what you thought to our end of the season, since Rodgers has come in, we've won the English Super Cup. We've won the FA Cup and we've qualified for the Europa League twice. You're getting it right, mate. There, English. I know, right? I, I, I've, 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 I've won with you. I've won with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's easy to say the Community Shield as well. Um, but no, we've all successful <laughs> the club. Something we were starved of until that Premier League win. Yeah, you know, the miracle Premier League win. We were starved of it until you know since since 2000. We've been starved yeah. of silverware. We're in a good place, and every so often, you know, like any good business for whatever reason or any good club goes through a little bit of a dip and if this is the dip we're going to have I'm not really that concerned because there has been signs where Brendan can immediately go and we said it against Brighton and I'll say it again for Burnley the second half is what we're looking to achieve Mm. and what I mean by that is I, I meant the the intensity of the performance if we can create that throughout the 90 I don't I think as quick as the rumours of Brendan going to Tottenham to manage them came and went I think I think the fans frustrations and fears will come and go yeah um once that balances it out the frustrations and fears will become more apparent if that doesn't get sorted and then we have to start talking about maybe Brendan's done a Martin O'Neill and done all he can with this team because that's what happened with Martin O'Neill, didn't he? He left because yeah. he went, I now have taken you as far as I know I'm capable of. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> he's, stopping for, he's stopping for a breath there, so I'll jump in. <laughs> yeah, go, 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 go. <laughs> he's got it all today, hasn't he, Brad? Has. <laughs> <laughs> Brad, knows, Brad knows I do jump in on him a lot. Brad, I, I, I'm very much like Brad. Once I get talking on a point, I go on and on and on. But Jason, I mean... We've gone from FA Cup winners to bottom half of the table mediocrity in the space of four months. Now, I am finding that I am starting to think, and I say I have total faith in Brendan. You know, I have total utter faith. I want, you know, there's no way we should be getting rid of this guy. And we're just doing this as a in response to what other people are saying. But um, and the point has totally gone now that I was going to make. Oh, yeah, I find myself turning into an Arsenal fan because, you know, we, we, it's six games in. Surely the guy, you know, we, 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 we're not, we're pressing that panic button too soon. We are not Watford. We are not clubs like this that, that get rid of a manager so many games in. We're not West Brom, are we? No, I, I mean, we're, we're definitely not either of those clubs. But I think, you know, you look at the likes of Arsenal, they've had a horrendous season. Um, and then obviously where Leicester are, and then all of a sudden we've had this dip. And I think people are a bit worried because other clubs are now picking up points. 
you know, and we we was all hoping maybe a top five finish this year. But mm. even though it's a bit early at the moment, and let's be honest, the table can be tipped upside down. We've been there. We've seen it year after year where top flight clubs are just churning the points. And then all of a sudden, you know, that just stops. But I think the frustration at the moment is, is at the point we're just simply not winning the games that we need to win. Now mm. it comes back to who is it? You know, what is that down to? Is it down to Brendan's tactics? I don't know. Is it down to players? But when you sell Demari Gray and he goes to Everton and he starts scoring, you know, I'm not so much questioning about Brendan's authority on whether he should go or not. But then you sit there and question what is going on in the team when you've got Demari Gray going to Everton scoring. Yet we're just not seem to be winning the games at Leicester. I mean, yes. so when when you when you look at the whole of that, you start to think, well, you know, what are the prospects of finishing top five? This, yeah. this year. Before I come on to to to, to Damari Gray, which I will do with yeah. with Brad in a second. Uh, just some some comments here. I don't know who they are. The Facebook user. It's possibly the same guy. Stick your name on the end so we know who you are. Yesterday was frustrating all round, and this build up from the back style is great when it works. Off, but uh, it looks Brendan is a little scared to switch it. Up too long ball, everyone. But then I'm more than happy with him in charge. I think we all are. Um, it's the players there on the pitch, and Casper's kicking has to improve. We know. We, how long have we had Casper? <laughs> he's, he's, he's never, he's never going to change that. And why did we play 25 million for a strike and we don't play him? You can't just drop Vardy. You know, I'm suggesting dropping Vardy earlier in the season. And yet he's suddenly now, he's on form. That is Jamie Vardy. If he gets injured and Daka comes in, then it's his position to lose and Jamie's got to earn that back. Uh, why did Brendan take off the man of the match? Apparently, he was tired. Um, he played 65-odd minutes in um, midweek and he uh, played 65 minutes yesterday. And he said it was purely was um, a... Uh, I say that reason because it was tired. We're going to say hello and just bring Craig in here because he's popped in for a bit. He can't stay long. He's got a pizza in the oven. So that's what they call it <laughs> these days. But uh, good evening. Oh, good evening. They're force of habit. Good afternoon, Craig. How the devil are you? Um, I'm good. Thanks. Hi, guys. Hi, Craig. Hi, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All good. Couldn't you believe the reaction this morning on social media? To be honest, I've not seen a lot, but I've 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 been listening to you guys the last few minutes, uh, so I understand that um, there's a few people not happy, which is understandable yeah. after a defeat. But um, I do think we are a, a victim of um, our raised expectations. Yes, yes, a, a victim of our own success, like you would say. You know, yeah. I mean, Jason made the point there about Demari Gray and me. Mm -hmm. You know. Possibly um, Brendan's man management, but it wasn't just Brendan with Damari Gray. There was, you know, if you go back far enough, there's um, three or four managers that haven't been able to get the best out of him. And sometimes you just need a manager that can, you know, turn things round with a player. And that player responds to a particular manager. Uh, you know, how many players that we signed, you know, when we won the league responded because of the way Claudio was. Yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, I'm just, I'm going to ask you about Brendan, uh, why you're on Craig then. 
is it do you think Brendan's fault? I mean, I've got the no points I've made down here mm. is is he's picking and sticking with players that are out of form because he has favourites, maybe. Um, and is there no plan B that in there? Uh, or somebody once said half teams worked us out. I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, who are we talking about when we're talking about favourites? I think yesterday we probably created more chances to win, you know, two or three games more yeah. than we have on the rest of the season. The fact is we played against a Burnley team who know how to defend and were throwing themselves in front of everything. I think we can argue that the finishing should have been a little better, but, you know, we had numerous shots blocked. And I think I think we were victims of some poor defending yesterday more than anything. You know, we as I say, we created a lot of chances. We looked threatening going forward, which we haven't been. We've been the opposite way round. So I think it's a balance issue that we haven't got right at the moment. But hmm. I, again, I'm not sure which players you're talking about who deserve to be dropped, to be honest. I think at the back, we're a little bit short. There's there's not many uh, many options. I was disappointed in one or two yesterday, particularly Vestergaard, hmm. who I thought, you know, doesn't use his strength at all. You know, he allows himself to get bullied. He's not aggressive enough for me. No, that was the, probably the worst game he's had since he since yeah. joined us. Having you said know. that, I mean he got done um, in the Napoli game as well for their first mm. goal. You know, the guy flicked it over his head, um, and I think so he just take, doesn't. We take some doing with Vestergaard. Well, he does. <laughs> yes. So I, I thought they allowed them. I, you know, I don't think um, you know going back years. Uh, I don't think Maguire would have allowed himself to get bullied by them two. I don't think Morgan would have been allowed himself to get bullied by those two. They were. They were. In, in fairness to Vestergaard, he got booked in the ninth minute. I don't. I don't That's I, going to be playing on his yeah, mind. Someone surely, else said that you know. to me, but I'm not. Yeah. I'm not buying that because I'm not. We're not talking about fi- fouling. We're talking about no, but it's what's perceived to be a foul. You know, yeah, when, I, I mean, we said the other night I was watching ITV4, big match revisited, mm-hmm. and the tackles were going in, you know, yeah. back in the day. Uh, yeah. These days, you, you know, you, you fought at a Burnley player when he went yeah. down. You the, know, there was, there was a lot of cards again yesterday. What, what I I think, there, sorry, what I watched there was as soon as the ball was in the air, they weren't going for the ball. They just wanted to nudge the man off, off, uh, off balance. So they were just running into the defenders to put them off balance and then deal with how the ball bounced. And that's where Vestergaard's got to be acuter than that. He's got to be getting his body in the way first. So I thought that was really poor from him yesterday. And right. Pereira, great going forward, but I think he'd forgotten that he was a defender because there was a couple of times where he was so far out of position. You know, I, I don't know what he was doing, to be honest. The one yeah. I think just after uh, Cornet uh, scored, he had another chance where you saw Ricardo running back 40 yards somehow. I, I, I don't know what he was doing. The play was nowhere near him. The opposition had the ball on the opposite side and he, he'd gone he'd gone walkabout. So there were a couple of really disappointing performances. I think Brad, yeah, I think, thank you. I think, Brad, when I'm saying favourites, I mean, OK, I get Luckman being taken off, but Madison... You know, was he the player? He, he he isn't the player he was. The Madison of old would have come on and can change a game. He couldn't change his underwear at the moment. Perez, you know, how often is he picking Perez? And we know that basically most of the time he's not up to it. Um, so, yeah, when I'm saying favourites, I think there's a couple there that, that, that most of us probably wouldn't, wouldn't pick at the moment. No, there is a few players out there that, 
are getting picked for the right reasons. I mean, Lutman getting picked was probably a big statement. It was something that when others have gone by, other loanies, other signings that have come and have gone by, it's almost like Brendan hasn't quite had the faith to go, go on then, show me what you can do because you really impressed me. You've earned this. It's kind of been through necessity or lack of depth in that position and an injury has meant him go, well, I suppose if I'm going to start anybody because that ex player is not able to play, he's suspended or whatever, I guess I've got no choice to go for you. I, I, I think the fact that Madison's obviously clearly visibly, physically fit, um, but he's in a slump of form, that Brendan did what any manager would do in that case and man managed his players. You know, regards to my management, I actually think Brandon Rogers is quite good at it. I think he might be a bit slow at times to do it a couple of a couple of games early, but maybe he felt if Madison could just get that goal under his belt when he's low on confidence, it would turn the switch on Madison because we know what Madison's capable of. But the fact yeah. that he he saw enough of Lutman and went right, I can't afford to have a out of form, out of confidence, Madison going up against Burnley. I need somebody who's going to run at them like Lutman did. I'm going to need someone who gives not just the players the the, the feeling that something creative and good is going to come of it, but you heard it in the fans. I said this to you, Jason, didn't I? That the fans just sounded that extra bit louder when he got the ball, especially when he was turning that defender in midfield and driving at them. You, mm. you feel like Madison's trying that. And I feel like when you're in a, a slump, and you could argue this is characteristic to all of Leicester at the moment, when things aren't going right for you, everything you do goes wrong. You know, it just it just happens like that. We've seen so much yeah. of errors. Everything he touches used to turn to yeah. gold for clearances. Now they're turning into own goals or, or, or a free goal for propositions. He poor lad can't yeah. help but get it wrong in the back. Yeah. Madison yeah. at the moment, and and, and, and you've yeah. got to manage these players in a way that suits them best. Some players. You know, we've heard it from ex-pros where when the manager dropped them because they were in bad form, it did them worse because they wanted to power through it. They wanted to get on that pitch and go, no, I but want how to long do you give it. them? You know, with, exactly. with six, seven games into the season now. Well, we saw, and Jason, that's what, we saw it now yeah. and Brendan's obviously made that yeah. change and pulled him out of the firing line and brought him but on as a sub. Bring him back on when there are other options, you know, K KDH, probably young guy, can't wait to get out the blocks. He would have probably scared the defence. You know, I don't think Madison could scare us, scare a you know little red riding hood at the moment. Jason, I mean, if I look at last season, what has yeah. this guy got to do to get in the team? Inacho, top scorer last season, played two up front, and yes, all right, you know, we didn't have Madison, we didn't have Barnes, so he, he wasn't the great tactician, Brendan, and stumbled across this partnership. He, he found it purely because he had to fill the gaps because of injuries. But when you've done that, and we had, apart from the odd game, such a good run with, with that formation, no matter how good the players are that were out, don't bring them back in just to accommodate them. We were getting back to favourites then. Oh, yeah, you know, uh, Madison's back and Barnes is back and they're going to have to go back in. Why did they have to go back in? Because what we were doing was working well. You know, Inacho was on fire. Now, he can't get he can't get in to the team. You see, this is the problem, though. I mean, it's like... Um... You know, you, you you look at it. I mean, you you do have to consider whether it's a tactical or whether it's just 
you know, the, the players are just underperforming. I mean, I've just seen one of the comments previous. Uh, he was saying, you know, he, he doesn't believe it's Brendan Rodgers. He believes, you know, it's it's the team underperforming. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think I think the guy is pretty much spot on on that. I mean, you just can't bring Madison in when he's underperforming, and we all know that he is. But, you know, when you have got Ian Acho and you've got Vardy that are on fire right now, well, I mean, surely you would be looking at a form- formation switch. I mean, mm. you know, it, it, it's really hard to balance it out. And this is where the frustration now comes in, you know, because we're looking at we've got plays that are on fire, but they're not given a shot. you got Daka, which we both we all know now. I mean, he, he's a feisty, play, feisty player, you know, and it's, you, you, it's really frustrating because these players are playing really, really good when they're on. But they're not giving they're not giving them the start that they need, and you know Nacho. As soon as he's on, the majority of the games he's scoring. So what do you do here? Is it a tactical? Whose fault does it actually come down to? Um, yeah. I mean, obviously with Brendan being in charge, I mean it comes down to his head. So then, what do you do? Yeah. The book, the book stops with the man. I've always said this, you know, the, you know. Some players will say once they cross the white line, the manager's got no control. Well, yes, he has because he can pull them over when there's an injury and, and have a word with them. He can speak to them after the game. He has got yeah. total control. You know, as a, as a manager, as I used to be, of a, if I heard somebody on a sales call make a bad call, I can't do anything while they're on that call, but I can certainly have a word with them, them afterwards. I mean, this is what worries me, Craig, and we've discussed this in previous mm-hmm. shows. Um, this is really what worries me, right? These are the games we've had so far. Wolves, we were lucky. If they'd had the shooting boots on, we might have only got a point if that. West Ham, we were absolutely stuffed, and they did us twice last season. Why weren't we more prepared? Norwich, for once, VAR was kind to us. Well, for twice after yesterday, <laughs> VAR was kind to us. Otherwise, we wouldn't have got a win there. So the two wins we got weren't exactly brilliant. Man City, all right, you can say, you know, it was a better performance and it was Man City, so maybe that was a given. But we did to Man City what Burnley did to us yesterday. Brighton, you know, 2-1, yeah, Again, we can blame VAR, but we shouldn't be in that position. Uh, and yesterday, Burnley, one point from six games, second bottom. And again, they, apart from a hair's <laughs> bit of foot over the line, they would have, again, taken three points from us. And if we can't beat, I mean, that's probably the best start, apart from Man City, the best start we could have asked for for the teams we were playing. And yet, we're not. We're where we are. What's going to happen when Man United roll up? When uh, when Tottenham, when Chelsea, when you know turn up? That's what. That's the big worry for me. I think. I think if you look at those, though, you're talking fine margins in a lot of those games. You say we wouldn't have beat Wolves if they'd have had their shooting boots on. You know, you could make the same argument um, of us uh, yesterday. You know, if we didn't play a Burnley team who, who who were prepared to throw themselves in front of anything, we'd have won that game. The best two teams we've played against, Man City and Napoli, we've gone toe-to-toe and we've had our, arguably our best performances again. Um, VAR did us against Brighton, but yes, we were slow out of the blocks. And that I was encouraged yesterday that we started quick. 
You know, we, we had a strong yeah. start and then we got done by an unlucky uh, own goal. You know, so, I mean, let's let's look at the, the bits that went wrong yesterday and not make them bigger than they were. I mean, I think the majority of Burnley chances probably came from us giving them the ball back. An own goal, which, as I, as I put on the chat earlier, for me, there was a foul on Schmeichel that nobody seems to have talked about at all, which is quite clearly he got pushed in into the net by Tarkovsky. Um and then a, a wonder strike from from someone who who had been marked out as the one to watch. I don't know what idiot said that. Um, I'm, not, I'm stopping that. I'm stopping that because <laughs> the person that keeps picking the one to watch. Can you not pick like a, a substitute yeah. or somebody that's out injured? I know. <laughs> um, but again, it, you know, so we, we've been on the wrong end of some tough decisions. Yeah, we we were a bit lucky against uh, Norwich. I, as, as I say, I. I, I'm not panic. I, I'm not Brendan's biggest advocate. You, you know that, and I do question a lot of his substitutions. But we're, we're sitting here complaining. But that team that he put out yesterday, you talked about Madison and Perez. You know he didn't pick them. That team that that he put out, I think, was one player different from the one you and me chose, Chris. Yeah. On the, yeah. on the preview show. So we're 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 arguing about it in hindsight. We wouldn't have done a lot different. What you're looking at is individual errors and people switching off at the wrong moments. I don't think we're a million miles away. We're definitely not at the level we are yes, uh, last season. I think certain players haven't hit their their stride yet. Tielemans is yeah. showing it in patches, but he's not back at the level that he was. And I think it's just a, it's a balancing. And I think, to be honest, I think the Fafana injury has really thrown Brendan out. And I don't think you can ignore that because... You know, he was he built that on the fact that he had a solid defence back in place. That money that we had probably wouldn't have gone on Vestergaard. It would have gone on someone else that he wanted in. So there's a few things that have gone against us. And Are we not know, starting to sound like Liverpool now or Man United? No, I'm just giving like, you an alternative view of... You know. No, I, I know, I'm, and I'm playing I'm, devil's advocate yeah, back at you. So, yes, I know. I, I know yeah, yeah, I, I was going to say, I saw yesterday that game we could have been 3-0 up. Yeah. We weren't. And I know it's it, football's all about ifs and buts. Yeah. Um, but I think, uh, you know, I I think it's, it's defensively that he just needs to get that sorted. And that's the bedrock. And then you, you go from there. And on Madison, when he came on yesterday, I, I saw something slightly different. I think, I'm not sure if you two guys saw the game. Jason, I think you were there. Yeah, yeah. Um, he looked a little. He looked a little bit more fired up ye- uh, yesterday when he came on for that that brief cameo. There was a bit in the middle of midfield where he got uh, he went round a couple of players and got hacked down twice. I think the second guy should have got booked. They both should have got booked. When he went over to take a corner, he was rousing the crowd up. I, th- I think slowly the penny might be dropping with him that he's not his team. His place in this team has gone. He's got to earn it back now. So it'll be interesting to see how he reacts to it. The best players react well. Others, yeah. you know, they disappear. They, as I said to you on uh, the other night, other players become Ross Barkley. Then, Brad, you know, if it's not Brendan and then it is the players, shouldn't Brendan be doing something? I mean, yes, that team, like you say, was pretty much what we would have picked. Um, I agree totally, apart from, from, from Inacho. But then you know, and and when you look and say, well, yeah, you know, we played um, Burnley, who came and had this plan and what have you. I mean, 
30,000 people knew that Burnley were going to come and play that way. We've played Burnley for four or five, six, well, since we've come, well, they came up with us, didn't they? And yes, they went down and came back, but we've played them enough times to know what their style is. It's not like they've changed manager. They've got the same manager in, so the tactics are going to be the same. So shouldn't we be prepared? And we'll come on to injuries with Jason in a minute, but shouldn't we then be prepared for this? I mean, it's it's easy, again, like Craig says, in, in, in hindsight, it's easy to say, oh, well, it's Burnley, it should have been prepared. They've only got one point. Should, should, should well, have been... we said this, said this before. We said, you know, yeah. I said on the, on the preview show that if we let Burnley get in front, did I not, Craig? Yeah. You know, the mm. worst thing that could happen to us is to let Burnley get in front. And it was unfortunate. It, you know, I'm not... <laughs> I think own goals are always unfortunate. Uh, but they did get in front. So you could see it coming a mile off, that they were more desperate for the points than us. So, we, yeah, we should have been straight up by them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but let, let, let's let's take a trip down memory lane to our first ever season back in the Premiership. And when we went on a spell where results weren't going our way and us as fans felt our performances deserved better, we were throwing our bodies on the line. We were making last gas challenges. We were trying to clear the ball off the line. We were using anybody and everybody to stop the teams from scoring and trying to hit teams and get ourselves in front so we had something to go for and something to hold on. It is just as difficult to keep your momentum going when you're challenging for the top of the title and you've got teams breathing down your neck as it is to keep yourself afloat out of the bottom three when teams are picking up points like your Watfords are winning games and the drawing the week after and, and all right, not Norwich, but Arsenal's uh, are suddenly finding form after a dodgy start. So they're no longer the banter club at the moment. These teams are having the reverse fortunes of those at the top. When everything's going rosy and you're winning, you've got to keep winning because eventually you're going to come a cropper to a team like this. How many times have we looked at a team like Man City and Liverpool even us, when we were top of the league and played a team like a Bournemouth or a Burnley or a Newcastle or, or in dire straits and all of a sudden the game's one on it's the 89th minute and the fans of the teams in and around us or in and around at the bottom, depending on which end of the table you're looking at it, are going, oh, go on, go on, yeah, go on, Newcastle, hold them, hold them, beat them, go on, beat them. How many times have we heard it? And that's it's just part of football. It's part of football. I, I think right. I, I agree with Craig in the sense that you have to kind of look at the positives in the same light as you look at the negative. If, you, if you're going to ex over-exaggerate the things that were wrong with our performances, and there were things that were wrong with our performances, glaringly, I think you also have to look at things that were positive from our performances. I think we only look at, we look at the not. negative when it's not going well. And we've got to say yeah, it is not well, going yeah. well at the moment. Jason, picking up on a point that Brad said there, does the team reflect the manager? Does the manager's personality, manner come out in the team? When we were throwing our bodies on the line to try and stay up, um, was that because we had a manager that had that sort of attitude? We're now well, we're think... a bit more laid back. And yeah, we know we will play nicely. Tip it. Are we now, you know, are we reflecting Brendan? They say dogs. Dog dogs copy their owners. Maybe the teams copy the manager. Well, I think. I mean, I think to myself. In my opinion, I think there's there's no at the moment. There don't seem to be any hunger from some of these players, and it, it seems like from what you have just said, they they've wanted to win this all last season. And at the moment, it's 
it's whether or not it's reflecting through Brendan Rodgers is at the moment, we're not seeing any personality. We're not seeing any strong momentum, you know, bravery. You know, we're not seeing that at the moment. So, you know, it strikes me as, you know, is it the plays at the moment? I mean, or do we need to change our game plan or does it, or have other teams like Burnley, you know, pinned us back? I mean, have they worked our game plan out? I mean, I personally, I don't know, but from what I'm seeing is with the team selection that we've got, we should be doing far better. So it doesn't at the moment reflect of, of the manager that, no. Yeah. Craig, I know you've got to go in a second and I want to just catch you before Brad does burst in our tree. Uh, <laughs> he, he, he wasn't that passionate about North Macedonia, was he? I just want to no, pick up no. on a point that you said about uh, Fafana and being injured. We were in a worse, and, and it's one of the things I've actually got written down here. He is one, this was a lot worse this time last season. You know, this time last yeah. season, we yeah. had, you know, the old cart horses, as they say, you know, Christian Fuchs had played seven games, which was a lot of six more than he played in the previous 10 seasons, whatever. So, you know, <laughs> I think with injuries, we're better off this season than we were this time last season. True, but I think we I think we touched upon it um, in the preview game that neither of us I don't think anybody's sure that Evans can play two definitely probably not three games in a row. So I think he's easing him back in a little bit. I think, I think we saw went, that with him not being included. Yeah, yesterday. you know I think he went with what he thought was the more physical uh, mm. pairing yesterday. One of them particularly just let him down. And it's funny when people are saying that Amati should play because it's not that far long ago that people were slagging off Amati. But that's exactly. the nature of football, fans. It is. That, I've always said, fickle. Yeah. Um, we are. You know, if we lose, everybody on the bench should be playing. You know, yet when yes. they play, you know, they should be back on the bench. It, it's the nature of the beast, unfortunately. And as yes. I say, I, I'm, I'm not Brendan's biggest fan. I wish he was. I wish he was a bit more positive I think you know we've our strength is in going forward and, and I always find us a little bit too defensive so when the defense isn't strong then you know he's going to be under pressure um I think I think there was a I, I thought there was a, a shape almost emerging that you could work with with the two there I think that um that sort of back four with indeedy and then a, a middle three of Tielemans, Samari and um uh, and Wilf allows then, you know, a, a front three almost of, of Lookman, uh, Inacho and, and Vardy, very much the same way Liverpool play. I'm not saying we're Liverpool, but they have a front three, you know, who, who stretch the game wide with one in the middle. Their midfield isn't the best in the world. If you say, right, we've got uh, Wilf as their version of Fabinho, their others, their midfield players are not walking into many other top teams, but the structure is right. And I think mm. there were signs yesterday that we could go down that route. I hope Brendan does because there's clearly the attacking options we've got need to be on the pitch. He needs to be strong enough, like he's been with um, Madders. He needs to be strong now with Barnes and say, you need a, a period on the bench. You know, we've got yeah. players who are looking hungrier to start. So, you know, we, we'll see. But the trouble is you've got no... Um, training ground time now. You've got game after game after game. So, yeah. you know, that's why he earns the big books, I guess. And, uh, and it is. And it is. 
he has these decisions to make, and we all know that you know if we were in charge, we'd uh, we'd be getting the the, the brick bats just as much. Craig, exactly. I can't keep you from your pizza any longer. <laughs> uh, I, I'm hoping that uh, ten to four in the afternoon, that's the promise you're on, but you never know. <laughs> that's the only promise I'm ever on. <laughs> and yeah, I will go there. I'll see you on when 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 do I see you next? I feel like a doctor making appointments. Yeah, really. I, know. I think it's next Friday. Is it next Friday? I will see you next Friday, sir. Have a good week. Right. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Yeah, Thanks for coming on. Take care. Bye-bye. Jason, um, comment there from uh, Andrew. And thanks for joining us, Andrew. How the devil are you? We need a Roy Keane type of player who will grab you by the gonads. Is that is that true? Are we are we lacking the sort of Steve Walsh, Matt Elliott sort of you know Roy Keane sort of player on the pitch? I mean, I mean, when you go back to those sort of players, I mean, you know, they're terrific players. You know, I mean, they're willing to get stuck in. They always have done. You know, is. They've never been one to have stood back and let the ball come past them. I mean, they would, they, I mean, a bit like, um, was it, was he Vasilevsky, if I can remember? I mean, he was built like a tank. You weren't going through him for nothing. (laughs) Yeah. You weren't going through him for nothing. Um, And he weren't scared of going into tackles. And I think we've got to have that. We've got to, we're we're being bullied behind, that's for sure. In the defence, we are definitely being bullied. Um, And and I think that's what's laying us down as well, um, being bullied. I think we've just got to pour a bit more into it. But, yeah, I mean, great players like that, I mean, yeah, all day long. Yes. I mean, what what is the... I mean, the the interesting thing is, and I know, um, Brad, that... uh, Hello, Scott, by the way. How the devil are you? Thanks for joining us. Your wife's let you get back home, Ash. You know, she's taking you out for your Sunday afternoon shop. If you want to pop on, Brad, send me a message and uh, I'll send you the link. Uh, No, Brad, I mean, Scott, you know. You know I can't handle more than one person at a time. Um, Those clubs haven't worked ever for me. But no, um, I can get his name right now. Craig mentioned, Brad, we're on the end of some tough decisions. Yes, we have been. Uh, We've had our fair share of luck if we even it out with, you know, Norwich and uh, Burnley. But when you look at, and it was, I don't know if you saw much of the day yesterday, Alan Shearer made the point in that Man United game, the referee, oh, sorry, the linesman didn't give offside for the goal against Man United. And yet there was a Villa player in a pretty much the same position as Barnes in the second goal. It wasn't looked at for VAR um, because, the ref, because the linesman didn't give it. Ours were looked at VAR because the linesman gave it. And yet, they were virtually exactly the same decisions. I'm not blamed. Well, I am. I blame VAR and whatever. You know, I I don't like the people that run it. But it, it, it's got to, something's got to be done on that side as well, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely, it has to be done on that side. You know, anyone would think this is alien technology, and we were the first sport that's ever had it I, I i don't under i've never understood how we brought it into the sport of football and made it so difficult to use a cricket have had it for several years rugby's have it had it for even longer in in the sense really? that you, really? you never yeah, mentioned it in cricket <laughs> yeah i know right? i never it's not okay i bring it up but they've got it in tennis as well 
and they yep. and, and they've had their tired and trusted period where the fans of the sports were against it and they kind of suggested things like we're throwing out like can we hear the communication between VAR and the on the on-field referee can we see it on the screen this is what they need to do and the thing is it baffles me because cricket tennis rugby all did the same and now they're happy to a degree the majority i'd say 80 to 90 percent of fans of them sports are very happy with the way it's run it's clear they see the replay they hear the communication they know why the decision is given or why it's not given um okay in certain sports, it's, it's not too much they need to use. I mean, tennis is in and out, isn't it? It's all it literally is. But at least they're seeing why these decisions are getting made. And the same in rugby and the same in cricket. But in so why is yeah. You cannot be serious! <laughs> I love that. I do love that every time we play. Do you, think, my... do you think tennis and cricket fans are as passionate? I mean, to be honest with you... Yeah. Oh, I'm hell yes, off. mate. If I'm pissed, but if I'm pissed off with a, a decision that's been given, I mean, okay, let's take that Barnes against Brighton, second goal disallowed. Yeah. If I'd heard that, and if I'd heard the linesman or, or talking to the ref and the ref then talking to VAR, would it have made me go, yeah, all right, understand that now? Yeah, no, it bothered me. What the Ella's like? I'd still be pissed okay. off whether I could hear them or not. It's the people that um, are running it, not what they're saying to each other. No, see, see, I disagree, and this is this is what I mean. Is is is? And, you're not and allowed to, young point. man. You're wrong, but you're allowed to. I know you're wrong. You're allowed to. <laughs> me. It's great. Uh, <laughs> oh. No, but this is exactly what I mean. Rob, why I can't wrap my head around why football is so in the dark ages in comparison to where other sports were picking on picking up their virtual assistants, Hawkeye, whatever you want to call it, DRS. It's known as in, in cricket, right? When it first came in, and uh, this is the best example I can have because I'm a big part of the English cricket thing. I love England cricket and I followed it for years. And obviously it's been in the game diplomatically for years in cricket. So I have a good comparison to make for it. They never used to see the things on the screen. They never used to hear the communications as to why a, a, an LBW wasn't given, why a um, why a catch wasn't given, um, you know, why it wasn't caught behind why wasn't that a run out etc etc these things and then when they went oh we'll use our brain and they made an open mic communication not just between the referees but the crowd could hear what the third umpire or for argument's sake what what the video assistant referee was saying and he was going okay that ball i can't tell if that ball's bounced beforehand onto the turf or if he's taken it cleanly you've given it not out so I'm not going to overturn your decision the crowd were like ah oh, balls but at least they heard the explanation they weren't as frustrated and my clock is chiming in with his point of view and I totally disagree with the clock it's completely wrong <laughs> it's not well, your clock's going to say you're cuckoo mate I know, it like, well it's probably, it's I... probably that delayed it's listening to someone else's point yeah I, I, I actually would. I would well, argue the point, I'm afraid, with the fans, Brad. I, I think, and uh, I know the, the, the cricket fans would sit there and, you know, oh, that, okay, that's why he made that decision. I'm going to chuck my cucumber on the floor with a bit of out my sandwich and a bit of anger. It, I think it's totally different with football. I, I just, it's the nature yeah, of yeah. the fans. 
Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think there would still be frustration. I think you're right. It would yeah. still frustrate fans more in because obviously there's a big following. Start off yeah. with it's a match. I'm going to move on a bit. Uh, sorry, Brad. But, I'm going to move yeah. on a bit on, on after this point. I, yeah, think hello, it would I think it would stem it, wouldn't it? I think there would be a few fans that would it would stem and going. All right, at least I know why it's not counting or why it counts. Possibly, yeah, yeah. Possibly, uh, uh, some of them. Michael, hello. Thanks for joining us from Greece. Um, now. What got me here is, and I'm going to say here, um, I just need to find it. Uh, I've lost it now. Where are we? Somebody was mentioned in, um, well, Scott. Here we go. It was Scott. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd like Danny Ward to be given a chance now. I think Casper is far too dramatic in front of the referee and see him getting a card soon if he doesn't calm down. I've got to be honest with you, and I'll come to you on this one, Jason. I was 100% behind um Casper on that. He is the right. captain. As the captain, he is the one that is allowed to actually go up to the referee. And what made me laugh, if any Man United fans are watching, my God, your manager hasn't got the brains he was born with. I think just to stand in front of the cameras, Oli Gunnar Solskjaer, and say, oh, it was wrong for all the Villa players to crowd the referee. That was Man United every single game. They would bully the referee because they were told to, could they get the decisions maybe changed? So, as a Man United referee, uh, manager, OGS, don't, you know, be come across as so stupid and thick as you did in that and say, team shouldn't do it when you spent absolutely years doing it and probably yourself when you were actually playing for Ferguson. So, that's a load of bollocks, Man United. But the referee, but the captain is allowed to, and to be quite honest with you, I, I, I would have been quite happy to see Casper put his hands under his arms and drag him over the line. Well, he's got to do something, Kenny. He's going to defend his players. I mean, yeah. I mean, if that was anyone else, I mean, if it was the keeper, he would have done exactly the self. I mean, mm. so yeah, fair play on Casper. I mean, you know, it, when stupid people do stupid things like that, I mean, I mean, what what are we expected to do? Just sit there and let it watch it happen? Yeah. I mean, no. I mean, absolutely not. I mean, so I say fair play on Casper. I mean, yeah. you know, Casper is a good leader. You know, he, he, he is a decent player. I mean, you know, we all know from right on wrong. And, you know, instead of like our players being bullied, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm glad that he did that because that, that's exactly what I would have gone and done. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I I agree with you totally on that point. As you you probably know from my rant yesterday that I had. I mean, what also got me, Jason, was um, I'm not a hundred percent. I know if a sub is being made, that the player has to go off from the nearest point. He doesn't walk across the pitch to the dugouts. He goes off to wherever the nearest white line. I thought that was the same with the injury, but then you got Sean Dyche coming out and going. Yeah, I don't understand why the player was made to go off there. I thought well, he wanted you know, to he's two foot away from the he's two foot away from the white line. Surely that's otherwise you'd have wasted more time, Sean Dyche. And if your total idea of how to play against a team is just a time waste, I'm surprised you got a new four year contract. Well, all I can say is this: they tried everything possible to slow the, slow down the game. Yeah. I mean, we was on. I mean, we were making runs. So their tactic was how it looked for me is they just wanted to slow that game down, regardless. Now, I mean, it should be the same as an injury as a substitution. The player should go off the nearest point, and that's exactly how it should be. 
not take five minutes to have a cup of tea than think to myself, oh, I'll go off now. I mean, that's not a game of football, is it? That's not what we want to see. You know, so we wanted to kill the momentum. And it does me head in because if it was... If if we were if we was in a different place, if that was Burnley and we was winning two one, they would be saying exactly the same. And yeah. I'm quite sure Sam Sam Dyche would be right on the cameras after the game because he always is. I mean, when something doesn't go his way, he's well on it, isn't he? Yeah, I I've lost. I think with Burnley generally, I have and I, I've lived as you know, I lived there for twenty years and I had a soft spot for them. But now I have lost a lot of respect with Sean Dyche and with Cornet as well. A point to you, Brad. Scott says here, um, uh, uh, and a lot of sports allow challenges to be made on decisions. Are we then just not dragging the game out? Because, you know, well, tennis, let's say, for example, tennis, you well, have natural breaks. Cricket, you have natural breaks when the referee, you know, when the captain wants to move the field around. Well, with football, it's a fast-flowing game. And to keep break, it's bad enough when players go down now, like, dare I say, Mr. Cornet, and, you know, waste time but and, and do 10, you know, somersaults. But would that, you know, I mean, to, being able to sort of challenge, I, I, I'm not, I would not want that personally. No, no, I, I, I wouldn't. I, I think it needs to be a bit of a free-flowing game because, do you remember years ago when Mourinho came out and said, I think he might have been Manchester United manager at the time, and I think, ironically, they played Burnley or someone like that, and he said, the ball was only the, the fans were paying for ninety minutes of football, and I think he said something ridiculous like he timed it, and the ball was only in play for fifty-five minutes, which I think Burnley managed to to do less of that on uh, yesterday. They managed to probably only give us twenty-five minutes of football the way they were playing, but and you get even less if he had stoppages and stoppages and stoppages. Yeah. I think it's got to be done where the lines are in consistent play and caught up to play. Because it cannot be a case of it magically works fine and no one really grumbled about it in the Euros and then it goes back to to street. I'm not going to say the word because mm-hmm. I don't want to get you a little strike there, mate, but I'm going to assume you can fill in the blanks with the brown yeah. substance that I was mentioning. It cannot be coincidence that a really major tournament with lots of money behind it and lots of revenue getting yeah, exactly. Getting pumped <laughs> back into the world of football and trying to revert it. There was no inc- there was no major incidents until the final, funny enough, that anybody had any qualms with. In fact, VAR, believe it or not, got praised. It got praised by its uses because mm. even if there was a VAR check, it was VAR, no, it's not offside. All right, get on with the game. Get on with the game. Get on with the game. If it's checked like that, you just simplify you can't, we're overcomplicating something that's very simple. If it's offside, mm. it's checked live. Now it's not offside, keep going, keep going, don't need to check that. Yeah, we've got it there, mate. The lines show that he's onside, don't need to rule the goal mm. out, doesn't need checking, we're good. Because the one thing that we're doing that would insinuate that you could challenge for it is a goal gets scored, we celebrate, you celebrate, the commentator celebrates, and then all of a sudden mm. they go, oh, yeah, sorry, we've got to check it with VAR. Yes. Because yeah. we reckon one bloke's left toe is offside. No, have it there so they know instantly. So the referee almost feels like there's no technology. He's going, oh, okay, what's that? Varley's offside. Okay, sorry, no goal. Yeah. VAR. Yeah. I mean, offside, J- no Jason, goal. you're you're sat in the car there, and this. So please don't take this 
personally against you, but I always sometimes, the phrase I use sometimes is the biggest nut in a car is the one behind the steering wheel. Are we looking at the fact that the biggest nuts in football are the ones that are doing VAR? And as I said the other day, should we be getting ex-pros from the lower deems where they're not going to get jobs in the media or, you know, jobs at Sky, which allow you to use, you know, Brad's sort of, you know, line these drawings and spit at fans as they're in the car with next to you. Uh, they, they, they're looking, they're looking, you know, for probably work. Would it not be better to give people that know the sport the chance to uh, make these decisions? I mean, absolutely, yeah. I mean, you'd be a fool not to think like that. I mean, you know, it, it's like some, it's it's like having someone who who loves cricket but dislikes football. You know, being in that job, they're, they're, they're not going to be in it for the love of it. I mean, but for me, I'm sick and tired of it because VAR just slows everything down. Everything is now sluggish. I mean, at, down at the King Power Stadium against Napoli, I mean, it's like nowadays where when they scored a goal. <laughs> You sit in there thinking, well, I'll tell you what, I'll give it about two more minutes until I start celebrating. Fans yes, don't right. want that. They want fast, yes. fluid football. Every single fan has said it before. You know, we get sick yeah. and tired of it. And I don't think, I, you know, even at the best of it, I, if, if I could make a magic, magic wish and get rid of VAR, I'd get rid of VAR straight away, mm. without question, yeah. because I want to bring football back to how it used to be. Now, if it goes against us, it goes against us. But then that can go the alternative way. But, you know, we're, we're all sick of it. And then when you get the, you know, the officials and, you know, it's you just look at it and think, are you not, are you not watching the game? <laughs> They're watching a different it's, game, it's, aren't they? You know, it's uh, so I, I said that. I said that with Brighton, they were probably watching the Man United game rather than the, um, the Leicester game. But we've got we've, we've been on our we've, we've gone over the hour, and we've got the North London derby coming up, and I hope we're all going to be supporting Spurs just for one day so that Arsenal don't go above us. But I'm going to ask you both. If you can do it, and it probably isn't easy to do, give a quick answer to this, but if you can give a quick answer to this, what do Leicester need to do from here on in? Are we pressing? Are people pressing the panic button too soon, Brad? I think what needs to happen inside the club is formation change. I would go four two two two. I would go with Wolf. And Tillemans as the two centre mids. I would go Barnes and Lutman as centre attacking mids. And I would go Vardy and Nacho as your strikers. I think something like that needs to coexist to get the best out of your players. Because whilst it's great that Leicester have abundance of talent, it's fitting them on the pitch. And I feel that's the best way to get the best out of the players because if Barnes doesn't have a good game or Luckman doesn't have a good game, you can put your Madisons on. You know, if Nacho doesn't have a great game, you can get Decker on the pitch like fans are asking. Outside of the pitch, I think we all just need to take a breath. I think us fans need to take a breath, not let the short memory syndromes kick in and have a bit more faith and back not just the manager but the lads to get it right and knock out these unfortunate mistakes. It sounds simple. It might be simple. I'm the best armchair manager in the world, so I'm right, you're wrong. That's how it works, <laughs> yeah. mate. That's, that's the two things I think need to happen on and off the pitch. Yeah. 
Jason, we literally are, as Craig said earlier, a victim of our own success, and we can't be fifth, fifth, and fifth, and fifth, and carry on doing that. We, we, we can't break into the top four this season, because I think the top four are just so strong, and, and three of those four have, have spent really, really a lot of money in the uh, transfer market. Um, and other teams are catching us up. But same question to you. Are we panicking too early, and what do we need to do? We shouldn't be panicking too early because, you know, it's still early days, but I think we've got to make some serious changes. And I do think we've got to play the 4-4-2 system, without a doubt. I mean, when, when you've got the likes of Vardy and you've got Dakar and you've got Nacho, I, I think it's a must. What we're doing now is just simply not working. And I think some of the players have got to take a good look at themselves. You know, the likes of Madison and I think also Tillemans. And I know, I know that we've seen the stories, he's keeping his options open. But while he's playing for Leicester, I think he just needs to put it in. We're now starting to see you know, some of them shine a bit more. But I definitely feel that they've got to put a bit more in. And those players who are not putting it in, I think we've now got to start giving other people chances. Um, and I, I think we've just got to remain positive. I mean, again, I mean, we don't all, we're not jumping on the bandwagon. And same as the post. The post was just about what do we think. Now, the majority has have said, yeah, we love Brendan. We want him to stay. But also, we want him to make those tactics changes. And we, we, we just want to see, see players that are willing to give it their all. Um, some are not. But, yeah, at the moment, I think 4-4-2 system, I don't think you can go wrong with that at all. You're talking to the converted here. Guys, are we, are we supporting Tottenham? Yeah, I'm 100%. Not, I'm, I'm really not asked at the end of the day. If one of them has a, has a really bad season and ends up in the bottom half of the table, it's funny to talk about. But they're not concerning me. What concerns me is if they stop us, if they if they have a better season than us and 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 stop us achieving our our, our goals by being better than us throughout the season. Right now, couldn't give a stuff if it was six nil Spurs, six nil Arsenal, or four all. I don't think it's going to be six nil Arsenal. I think we can pretty much. Uh, no, I, I think, think Arsenal went... played for a month and not score six, but no. the point is still there. <laughs> I, I think when you this this is good evening, Anthony. How, oh, good afternoon, Anthony. How the devil are you? An Arsenal fan here wants to get beat one nil and get Arteta sacked. Um... Oh, I'd never be like that. I'd never be like that with a manager. I'd never be like that with a manager. I never want a manager <laughs> and, or a team and... to lose purposely to get a player at manager sacked. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's now he's leaving. Probably because I said, "Come on, Tottenham!" In reply to an earlier call. <laughs> guys, <laughs> guys, <laughs> guys, thank you very much for coming on. Uh, Jason, thanks for the idea. Uh, we will see. I will see you both <laughs> next week. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Yep. I'm off to I'm off to go and cheer on Tottenham for once. And uh, I will see you all next week. Have a good Sunday. Enjoy one man and his dog later. Yeah. See you later, guys. Cheers. See thanks for see much. you later. Thanks Ta-da. Oh, thanks to Jason and thanks to Brad, who's still here. No, he's not now. Um, that was interesting. Uh, I thought we'd get a, a few more bad words being used there, but um, thanks to uh, thanks to guys for joining in and thanks for coming on. Um, this is going to be interesting, uh, he says, quickly trying to find the information here. On Tuesday, um, we're going to be discussing... The same ideas, really. Uh, every Tuesday at nine o'clock now, we have um, this. X on the pitch. 
Indeed. We're going to have Julian Watts. He's going to be with us every Tuesday at nine o'clock. And he's going to be talking uh, about things that have happened the previous week in football. A bit of a catch-up because it's the first one. And we're going to start. Uh, the four topics are Leicester's start to the Premier League, what he thinks of that. Um, VAR decisions against Brighton and Burnley and Man United ones where it seems to go for one and not the other. The Lazio game and uh, Cornet and Burnley. As a player, is it gamesmanship or is it cheating? We'll find out what Julian thinks. And, of course, there was, sorry, there's a fifth section at the end. Any questions that you guys put in or want our next player's thoughts on uh, about Leicester, stick them in and we'll have a section at the end where we'll ask him your questions. Don't forget, guys, please go over to YouTube and... Uh, how the devil are you all? Please, please go to YouTube, press that subscribe button and, uh, and and smash the likes. It really, really, really does help us. And if you are, thanks for watching, but thanks for listening as well. If you are listening to this rather than um, watching us, you can pick us up on Google Podcast, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Anchor FM, Spotify and Podcast Addict to name but six. Be back tomorrow. Yeah, be back tomorrow at seven o'clock, and we are going to be with um, uh, Anthony. I disagree with you again there. Uh, <laughs> Anthony's just said cheating if it's Leicester. I'll tell you something, Anthony. I'm not sure which Arsenal player it was that went down because Leicester actually threw a ball at him. Was it Ozil? Mm, might have been. Christian Fuchs took a throw in, Ozil got in the way. And he collapsed like he'd been shot. That's cheating. That's Arsenal for you. Guys, good night. See you all uh, tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Be sure to watch Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube and follow all their social media platforms for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. 
You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? A participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.